Hey friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, planning related, and fun things happening in the community. I'm April from Penguins Creative on Instagram, and in today's episode, we invite special guest and stationery lover, Kat from Kitty Cat Collar. Kat is based in the UK and is a lover of all things journaling, collaging, and snail mail. You might have caught one of her Twitch streams lately where she works on colorful and creative projects. I'm excited to listen to her story today. Hey Kat, welcome to the Stationery Cafe podcast. I am like so hyped on Twitch term to have you here with me today and excited to share your story about journaling, stationery, everything art. So why don't you give our listener a little intro first about yourself? Um, hi, April. It's so good to be on the Stationery Cafe podcast. I feel a little bit like starstruck. I have that thing that when Job, when Job was on and he was like, I feel starstruck and you were like, I feel starstruck too. And you just had this little moment. I've got that going on right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm Kat. I'm, I just love all things creative. Like I am here for basically any kind of creative facet of life whether that be like um, knitting or crochet or painting or journaling I think I've done a little bit of everything but journaling is like my main foundation if you like I love that you said on your Instagram profile, you're like the jack of all trades. Yeah. And I, I don't like when people say masters of none, but like you don't have to be masters at anything. But like when you talk about your art on Twitch, you're like, you did face painting, you did like acrylic art, you're like doing everything art related. And that's awesome because that's kind of our inner child wanting to break out of the adults should only read or write and like, you know, not yeah. do anything else. And I think the yeah. journaling community became a safe space for many of us to be like, okay, let's play with crayons today and let's play with color pencils today and yeah. let's put down stickers on the book and, and have a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Often I find that people dive into their creative self once they've been given permission mm -hmm. like you need another creative person to be like hey this is this cool thing that I do and you're like oh I'd like to do that thing too and then you do that cool thing together <laughs> which is why I think this little community has really taken off in the past year or so as people have tried to uh, have an outlet for what's going on emotionally if you like mm -hmm. and then you know creativity has sprung from that and we've seen other people do that thing and we're like oh awesome and then we just want to join in together and encourage one another because we don't often get that in our school system in you know other facets of life we have this very narrow view of what we should or shouldn't do and exactly. so like you say to be given the permission to play with crayons to enjoy stickers which are traditionally like a like a kid's thing yes. <laughs> like it's it's brilliant it's really wonderful so I, yeah I'm here for it we we jokingly say it's e for enabling <laughs> right yeah. like we're all kind of like making each other buy stuff but at the same time it's just such a fun like sharing experience like I had this new thing and I love it and I want you to feel the same joy of having it too so so that's the that's the prettier way of describing enabling yeah but. yeah and if we were if we were into something more 
mainstream like sports mm-hmm. and we were like hey I've got this really cool jersey from my favorite team it's really awesome we'd share that with our friends right exactly. and so the fact that we're like hey I got this really cool notebook today we <laughs> want to share that with people who will appreciate it because yeah. sometimes you know our friends and our spouses and our partners they try, but they don't often necessarily always understand the deep minutiae of why we need these things or like these things or want <laughs> these things. Which is why this community is so great. And I want to dig a little bit into your journey of stumbling upon this community, or maybe have you had been journaling all along this time? Like, how did you get into stationery? Because I saw your Instagram account only just started in May 2020. But from what you described, you seem to have been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, so I think I've always had an interest in like stationery type things. I have a distinct memory of when I was younger where I would be rewarded for handwriting practice with nice stationery and stickers and things and things like that like I've always been interested in it Um, and journaling was something that was suggested to me as part of my professional development as a way of like reflecting on where I was and uh, discerning what I wanted to do in the future and thinking about you know what uh, what kind of things were going on in my life at that point And so I kind of took it up to uh, help collect myself Mm -hmm. primarily. That was what I, what I wanted to do. And I had been, you know, writing down quotes that I liked and kind of gathering a pseudo commonplace book to begin Mm -hmm. with. Um, But I started kind of like journaling properly, really, um, in about 2013. Yeah. that's the that's the dates from the first notebooks <laughs> if you like um nice. so yeah so I've been journaling for a really long time and uh I'm also into things like um snail mail and sending out a lot of post as we would call it in England or a lot of mail to other people um and it got to a point last year where I realized that I wanted to share it with a wider community Mm-hmm. And also, like, I didn't want to keep bothering my friends every time I went to the post box and put a boomerang on my Instagram stories of me putting <laughs> post into the post box. And so I thought, you know what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to separate the two things out and I'm going to have my personal account for my friends and things like that. And then I'm going to have a journaling account and just mm-hmm. see where it goes because I want to be able to share journaling stuff or stationary stuff with those kind of people um and so that's why um my current instagram account only started in may of 2020 and the system that got you really into the community was it the traverse notebook because you you seem to have a lot of actually you bind a lot of your own notebook i felt like earlier in your journey it seems to be a lot of handmade notebooks and like really freeform journaling um but I also know you've been like an inky, like you follow Courtney Diaz for a long time with her junk journaling style. Um, like what was the holy grail like system that got you really, really like conversing with other people yeah. that uses the same thing? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that there was a particular system that got me really deep into the stationary community at 
present, I don't actually own like a traveler's company, traveler's notebook. I don't have one. Yeah. I've only very recently got a Hobonichi. So these like official big names, if you like, mm -hmm. haven't really been on my, on my radar. I've just kind of been exploring and playing with things that are kind of similar to uh, Hobonichis or similar to uh, Traveller's Notebooks. But originally, I just like a plain A5 notebook. <laughs> like it's a really it's a really simple thing and um uh paper chase is a stationary uh brand here in england is a stationary store and uh i've been using their notebooks for a very long time and like if you look back on my instagram feed the very first picture is like of these little notebooks all like lined up together stacked together um, yeah like stacked together and it shows like a progression <laughs> between <laughs> like my first one that's on the far right hand side and then they just get like chunkier over time mm -hmm. and so sadly a couple of years ago they stopped making these notebooks they're like they have a felt cover they're soft back they're a5 plane like that is my holy grail notebook and they've stopped making them so at the moment, I'm now like on a journey of exploration to find what is my next new holy grail? Where do I feel really at home? Where do I feel really comfortable? And these are the kind of conversations that I have with my husband and he doesn't quite understand <laughs> them. So I needed, I needed people in the journaling community to, to talk to me about this like angst that I was having about these journals and about what could I do? What could I try? And I think that was also another kind of reason why I came into wanting to have this specific uh, journaling place, if you like, mm -hmm. to, to talk to other people about notebooks. I love it. I, I love that, you know, you don't have to start with a certain brand to be considered journaling like in fact lots of us even before discovering Hobonichi we do it in plain inserts like I remember I actually started with a Traverse notebook first but even like without the cover I just bought the inserts and and did things in that A5 slim size just like writing and like sketching doodling and then putting washi tape on it and I'm looking through your feed and just seeing all these colorful spread where you use a lot of collage elements to really cover up entire white spaces and then using different elements to kind of like mix and match. It's very like, it has that junk journal feel, but not, not very vintage-y, I feel like. Yours is very pastel-y, yeah. poppy, yeah. like lots of cute characters and sometimes butterflies it's very dreamy like I, I love your style who where do you like get your inspiration from when you kind of start exploring this kind of journaling um I think it kind of depends on what mood I'm in really sometimes I can find um a thing a collage element or a bit of ephemera or something that becomes like the base of the page and sometimes it will be like, I want to play with these supplies or I want to play with this color palette or I have these photos and I want to do something around it. Um, I tend to have one or two things that become like the focal 
points that tend to you know hang mm. somewhere in the triangle configuration of a page um, and kind of build from there really i love it and I think in one of your recent streams, you kind of demoed that process. Like you got an order from our friend Job, Job's journal, and you were like ripping apart the packaging because the egg and the thing is just like, you kept mentioning the egg. And I think that prompted someone to make an egg emo emote for Job because that's just such his thing. And I, I love that was kind of how you described it. You had this focal element and then you just start designing your page around it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this style na naturally lends to chunky notebooks. You break a few spines in your lifetime, right? <laughs> yes. I like chunky notebooks. I also like to break spines. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. I was looking at one of your book where you were like, you like it so much but it like exploded because it was so chunky. So you had to like patch it up again. I, yeah. that's, that's why I, I'm like glad I found Hobonichi early on. Otherwise I would have had to dealt with a lot of like sad notebooks. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's the problem that I'm finding with um, inserts at the moment is that I'm breaking them as I'm using them because most of them are stapled yeah. and so the staples come out really easily and so like I'm having to have a little look around to see if I can find a notebook that won't break on me so <laughs> Uh, but it's also the process like some of us are very very proud of our chunky chunky notebook and then oh, I'm just yeah, like absolutely. I don't want I don't want to think about like in five years if I have to move or something like how do I transport all this but like that's that's a question for another day <laughs> you could literally fill like uh several entire moving boxes like full of these things and the movers would be like what is in these do you collect rocks or something you're like no these are my journals no and i'm like the, the sad next generation that had to inherit all these like ramblings and like rants that you know grandma woo had like passed down and demanded that they preserve it because it's precious memories <laughs> but you know what like that is just such an incredible gift that like to be able to have like a first-hand account from grandma Wu, as you, as you put it like what an amazing thing to be able to see their handwriting to be able to understand what was precious to them what was what was going on for them in their daily lives like i think that's one of the incredible things about journaling is is partly like for me it's about uh processing and it's about self-discovery and it's about um, emotions and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then the other side of it is like, I want to remember when we took a walk by the beach and it was sunny and it was the last proper walk that we had before the lockdown started and everything started to go a bit crazy. Like I want to remember those precious tiny little memories it's like so fleeting and to other people super insignificant but like to us it's like so powerful and i could flip back to a journal last year in 2020 and look at one of the march days like you said around the pandemic and just be like oh my gosh april you had that ice cream and like that last outing before the shutdown <laughs> and yeah like, 
that was so good. And yeah. now you so wish you could have that. Like it, it was, you took it for granted back then. And thank goodness you wrote about it because now you yes. can look back and be like, ah, oh, I had that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thank goodness I took a photo of it and put it in there too. And thank goodness I found a sticker that, <laughs> that, matches. Illustrates, that matches, that illustrates the the thing that I really wanted to to say for that day thank goodness that's that's what I tell Ellie and my husband all the time like I needed that washi tape because it has like musubi on it like I need it <laughs> what if I have musubi several times in like important parts of my life and I don't have that washi tape to document that. <laughs> uh, our, our, our obsessions <laughs> I love it I love it though well, Kat, tell us about your 2021 lineup. I'm interested to see what kind of like books or, or journals or like the different things you're using. Maybe start with the books and then maybe some of your favorite tools that you like using when you're writing. Um, I see a pile. So, <laughs> there, is, there is a pile going on here because I felt like I needed to have my things around me to be able to talk about them at the same time. Um, so the first thing that I have is a five-year Hobonichi Techo. I started it last year in 2020 and boy am I glad I did. <laughs> I am so glad that I did. I was inspired by James Luke Burke on YouTube um, and the things that he was doing with his that were kind of memory keeping but also generally exploring creativity about trying to fill the pages with stamps and watercolor and about measuring your days in other ways that aren't just writing mm. um, and so I tried this and I told myself like if I can keep up a year's worth of a tiny box because it's the a6 size yes five yeah. year it's not an a5 size so if I could keep up with the tiny box one you know a couple of sentences every day for a year then maybe I might look into a full Hobonichi mm -hmm. um and then somehow around February <laughs> even though I'd already missed the Hobonichi train for this year um I was on a zoom with uh live life and create Florence and mm -hmm. some other people and they were like you should get a Hobonichi <laughs> Um, and so I now also have a, an A5 Hobonichi cousin. <laughs> the the five-year journal is like, it's just a tease. It's not enough space yeah. for you to enjoy the one day a page. I guess like, no, one day write something experience because you run out of that box so fast. And yes. I'm actually... Funnily, the other way around, I'm so used to using the A5 cousin and doing that full spread. I cannot do a few sentences in my five-year journal, and I've done such a horrible job of keeping up with my five-year diary. But yeah. I was just thinking the other day, how great is it to start the five-year on 2020, to like start on such a catastrophic like year, yeah. and really like you know, it's like it's uphill from there, you know, it's yeah. not like downhill, like where we had We to. hope anyway. <laughs> I think it also to me was like 2020 feels like a good year to start like a five-year project. So it felt like a, it felt like a, like a it, good it's thing very for well me. It's rounded with the yeah. 2020. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it was partly about just keeping up 
a, a daily practice um, because I very much encourage people to not beat themselves up if they don't journal every day mm-hmm. because journaling is about uh, connection it's about enjoyment you should never feel that you have to journal like that's the worst thing that you can get into like journal is about just having fun and being creative and so there are some days in my first year of the five year that aren't complete and I'm absolutely okay with that Mm -hmm. because there will have been a reason why I haven't put something down in that day and either it was boring (laughs) or I was busy or it was a hard day and I didn't feel like writing it down sometimes I do write those days down and sometimes I don't it completely depends. Or I might have just been playing too much Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. Many of our make... journal entries ended up on our islands during those busy months. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that has become, yeah, because I started with the five year, that has become my, my staple. Mm-hmm. And that then feeds into my A5 cousin. I like that. Uh, And the only other thing that I really have um, is a B6 ink dory in a raspberry leather. Oh, pretty. Oh, my gosh. It it is beautiful. And it's made by um, uh, the lovely Rebecca, who is called Grace and Salt Ink on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so she makes these traveler's notebooks, essentially, in all of these different beautiful leather covers. Um, And I... Uh, just recently realized that I got my first ink dory that was a pocket size about a year ago. So I've only been, <laughs> I've only been a fan of, of Rebecca's stuff for about a year. Um, but at the moment, this holds my daily journal inserts, my kind of like thinking about the day and going over stuff and um, working out my thoughts and my feelings and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I also have a gratitude log as an insert which I'm trying out because I used to put my gratitude logs at the back of whatever notebook I was using at the time Mm -hmm. so because I'm going to go through inserts quite a lot this year I'm trying out a gratitude log as its own notebook as its own thing yeah and then I've also got like a health and wellness insert too because (laughs) we've got to have one of those as well haven't we (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) of course mine's in a Hobonichi weeks um but yeah, I, I felt like last year I wrote in it way more. Like this year I found myself to be a, a better place mentally. So I haven't been writing mm. that much. But mm. I like that, you know, you kind of keep track of all the things that are like important that are like important to you. And yeah, the ink ink dory, I admire it that day you posted on Instagram. I was like, that raspberry color is like pink. <laughs> like it's so good (laughs) it is beautiful and the thing the thing with Rebecca's covers is that you can customize the leather you can customize the tab like she does printed words on the tab you can customize the elastic if you want to she also does like a cocoon style so it has like the two flaps oh that overlaps that overlap with each other and she has a whole range of different kinds of leathers that are in like different collections um and so she was talking a little bit about doing a b6 size and Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed playing in the pocket and I like an A5 size. So I thought, oh, I'll try a B6 and see how it 
works for me as like a daily journaling type thing um and i'm really really enjoying it so i'm very happy living in my little ink dory at the moment <laughs> I, I i haven't tried any b6 systems so far and i'm kind of liking how you have been holding it it looks a little wider i'm, I'm eyeing it i'm like very interested i like the teal you had from last year the pocket yeah one. That yeah one's really pretty <laughs> yeah that one's really pretty too they're all very they're all very beautiful <laughs> i love it you say you went for a really pastel color theme this year on your everything journal and I, I can definitely see that on your spreads like especially when you use little raven inks like monsters like even them they could look a little rusty and vintagey and kind of like harsh like the emotion I'm meaning like not the style or like the, the execution but you kind of balance it with your watercolor backgrounds like you use a lot of different art materials like crayons watercolor can you share a few of those of with us the listeners to kind of like see what kind of other things we can branch out on because i i only use watercolor and and like i i want to try different mediums in my journal <laughs> Um, one of the things that I quite enjoy doing is the the Tombow trick of using it on a piece of plastic. I don't know if you've explored this before. If you if you get a piece of plastic from like a sticker sheet or like a Ziploc bag or something, mm -hmm. and you run Tombow markers over the top, and then you spray them because they're you know water reactive, then you end up with this like water like watercolor like thing that you can then put onto your page and it becomes like this beautifully watercolored ombre thing without you even really having to try it's a great little trick i want to try that right now <laughs> i have <laughs> i finally got tombow markers this year like just yes. a few months ago and i'm yes. like oh, okay i need to put you that on my that's why i list. mentioned it because you you need to try this april you need to try it <laughs> Um, so that's like one way to bring like a background to a page because I think that's the thing that often um, people get stuck with mm -hmm. perhaps is that they think oh well you know I don't want to bring out all of these supplies or I don't want the page to get too wet because I want to work on it straight away and the Tombow trick is good because you're not using as much water because you're only spraying a bit on mm -hmm. and so it will dry a bit faster than it would if you were using watercolors. Nice what a great tip I gotta try that out because I definitely see that in many of the the reels or like the stories on Instagram but I never felt like I had the courage to put like a, a smattering of color on the page because I'm like a little bit of a control freak with like watercolor this style so you can only do it that way. <laughs> nice. And what other mediums do you like to use in your journals? I mean, like you said, a lot of what I do is collagey things. So it's about like papers and stickers and photos and washi tape and just like collecting those things together in in places. I mean, I I'm a big fan of like Crayola super tip markers. Like you don't need to have like crazy expensive supplies mm -hmm. to have fun with color first and foremost. Like that's the great thing about those markers. They come in tons of colors. 
um, and they're relatively cheap. And if you're clever, you can do like faux calligraphy lettering. Um, but for me, it's just about like picking the bits that make your heart sing about finding those elements that really like make you excited and make you happy and make you want to be in your journals and so sometimes for me that's like a zebra sarasa or sometimes it's a, a, a pentel sign brush pen i like to do um headers and letters and titles and stuff occasionally but often it's mostly just a couple of stickers a bit of washi tape um i try not to to get too crazy with with art supplies i try to try to keep it as as simple as is possible that's Unless the I'm person that just enables us all with the what was that the neo color carnage crayons the other day <laughs> oh my yeah. god joy and i we came, we came off from your streaming video and we're like damn it <laughs> like now we need to get those crayons <laughs> oh no i'm sorry i didn't mean to enable you oh, but, so I th good. but i think it's about having some things that are like your basics mm -hmm. and having some things to play with mm -hmm. like those crayons i brought those crayons out because i hadn't played with them in a while and i was like you know what i want to see what i can do with those um i want to see what i can add to my page with those things and so they aren't like an everyday occurrence for me they're like a i want to play i want to see what's going to happen today um so yeah the ch childlike explorations spontaneous art sessions in yes. our journal yes my favorite thing <laughs> um okay what about stationery though what are your recent stationary obsessions that you own or have bought or like you really enjoy with your journaling setup i have got on board the fountain pen train and i'm very happy to be here <laughs> choo choo <laughs> choo choo i'm on the fountain pen train um i have been like diving into inks and proper fountain pens and cartridges and and converters and all of and all of those things but partly because i've had people in the community to be able to recommend things to me yeah like i think i felt that going beyond cartridges particularly was an area that i was like i don't think i can do this unless somebody tells me <laughs> what these things are and how how do i fill a twisby eco i don't know how <laughs> mm -hmm. so like i needed i needed people people to do those things for me um i think i i'm excited by the small creators doing their own things you know we all are big fans of london gifties right yes yes like london gifties doing her thing with her washi tapes is just incredible um because i'm sure i've told you before like i've been a big london gifties fan i think almost since she opened her store um and so now that she's got her own products that are like washi tapes and and other things i'm like this is amazing mm -hmm. like the 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 glow up if you like <laughs> <laughs> has been really cool to see from her her stamps, her washi foiling design, and then collaborating with new artists. Like, you know, it's, it's very exciting to see her carry new products from different 
other artists, but I'm always like, I want to see what Christine comes up with next. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> whenever she takes a little break and she comes back and then washi box like 24 yes. or something like that. Yes. It's the best. She's very, she's very good. She, she knows how to sell to the stationary community. <laughs> and her photography itself is just like art. I, I saw one of your recent unboxing, and she always includes a little bit of a postcards of like, you know, her taking photo of her stationery is art itself. Like that can yeah. become stationery. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I want to like take this opportunity for you to like kind of recommend to us any like UK artists or creators that you particularly enjoy and like that we don't know of? So I think my biggest recommendations are um, two accounts. One of them is Meg Journals and the other one is My Green Cow. Um, so Meg Journals is a big uh, junk journaler. She has a YouTube channel where she has a junk journal tutorial. She often does journal with me stuff. Like her really simplistic, stripped back vintage style is really inspiring because journaling can be heaps and heaps of writing or it can be just a couple of sentences and a bit of ephemera and a bit of washi tape. Um, and she also hosts like Junk Journal January and like a couple of other challenges throughout the year. And so if you're the kind of person who wants to be able to get into junk journaling, then Meg Journals is a person to go and follow um, and the other person uh, my green cow called daisy she is well known for her creative journal memory keeping stuff and she her youtube channel is full of videos of her doing processes of um what she calls creative journaling which is like working in a tn adding photos adding memories adding ephemera um, and all of these other cool things too. And she also has the most beautiful washi tape wall ever. Ooh, like, you know how people display it by rainbow or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got these little yellow set of shelves and then all of them are on display in rainbow order. And oh, it yeah. is beautiful and something that I have coveted for many years. <laughs> I just saw it right now. It's amazing. And we have these in like stores like lo you see them at local stationery stores but to have enough i guess <laughs> should take to do that in your own room that's amazing and yeah. the color the yellow it really made it pop okay oh my gosh i'm i i kind of want to steal that idea but also like i I also want my washies to stay in like airtight like containers because <laughs> like hair and like debris but this is so cool I love her desk setup it's so clean and but also like chaotic at the same time yeah it's amazing. yeah like there there is room for creativity there um it's great I love it I think there are some smaller accounts that are UK based that I think we have our own very small community, but it's a bit, you know, it's kind of like in the US really, like you can be quite spread out yeah. and yet be together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think the UK, you know, we occasionally might have a, a planner con in a particular region of the country. Uh, Mrs. Brimbles has been organizing a few 
um, different planner events and I know there's like PlannerCon UK and things like that but if you're not like overly planning like mm. I'm not an overly planning kind of person I like stationing I like journaling and I have a bullet journal but I don't I'm not into the sticker kits and things like that and so I wouldn't necessarily go to a planner convention mm, yeah that makes sense different it's a different style altogether yeah do you have like is there like a community within your circle that you guys got and like do cafe journaling or is that something pretty new or novel where you you did you like do you take take your journaling set up with you outside of the house <laughs> I go and do that like by myself <laughs> if I ever have a meeting that's cancelled I take that as a sign that I need to go and spend some time with myself and my journals and I find my favorite cafe and I go sit in a corner and I do my little thing um and it and that has and that has been something that I've always enjoyed doing is having little cafe dates with myself out with my journals and you know I've I've got my water brush pen and I've got my watercolors and yes. I've got tissues and you know I've got all these extra things and I've got a little pouch full of supplies um but I don't know anyone around me locally that I could go and meet up with physically like the people that I know from Instagram the small communities um aren't local to me and so for us to meet up somewhere we'd have to meet up somewhere central yeah which would which would be quite difficult but something that I'd really like to do coming out of this pandemic is to create more of a UK-based stationary journaling community because I've been craving this community of creative people for such a long time and so to actually be able to meet up with people like Meowport Journals yeah. um, and and other people like that. I'd really like to be able to do that. So if you're UK based and that's Shout out. something you would like to do, then come and come and let me know. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> that is awesome. And I totally agree with you because like even before I came to the US, like in Taiwan, when I started doing this in 2014, like really, really into journaling we do it all the time like people would just go to cafe and it's totally like norm a norm to see people in the corner of the cafe and just like writing in their journal or like for me where I take out my art supplies too as well and then coming here slowly building that thick skin to like shamelessly spread out in a Starbucks coffee store and then like yeah. with your friends and washing tape rolling off the desk and stuff it's, yeah it's been so fun and like it's actually quite addicting to to be like out in public and just doing our thing and yeah. the pandemic really had like hit a lot of us because we used to meet up every weekend like with my local mm, friends yeah and, but somehow it had turned into this online virtual bigger network of people. Like I, I would have stayed within my little circle of Seattle friends and just like be content with it. But it was because of the pandemic. I get to meet people like you. I get to like connect with more people outside of Seattle and even friends back home, like where yeah. we don't catch up as frequently. And I like, I'm just loving how, all of us are craving this community but couldn't or wouldn't before reach out to anyone and yeah. now the pandemic had completely taken away that barrier 
somehow. Yeah. And we're yeah. just like every day chilling together virtually. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. occasionally see each other on like video. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really hoping that once, you know, things gets better, we can start to meet up again, that you can actually find people who are hiding in their homes in the UK that used to think this is a personal thing, but now this is actually a very, very social thing. And I want it yeah. to be a movement. <laughs> yes. It's okay to bring three Delphonics back to a Starbucks coffee shop. <laughs> Only three? I know. You, right? could definitely, you could definitely have more than three. I bring three when I go traveling, April. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have, I have like Delphonics, the Superior Labor, and I have like my Hobonichi drawer pouch. It's, it's a variety. I usually used to carry a giant like grocery tote to coffee shops and like to have enough in it. We've been... We've been talking about like oh, someday a, a international stationary retreat would be such an amazing idea. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't <laughs> it? I mean, I've been on some creative retreats that were just like a space for creative people to do projects. And so I've sat in the room with painters and embroiderers and um like other mixed media artists and I've been like memory keeping or scrapbooking or something like that and just being in a space with other creative people even if you aren't doing the same thing is such a lovely time like I cannot describe how it just fills your cup to just be around other creative people and so even if we're on like a journaling zoom and we're not talking to each other we're right. just working on our books yes that's still a great space like I get so much done like I don't talk to anybody but <laughs> I just enjoy like having that space and that time to just like get creative and dig in and then if we want to talk about what we're using or what we're working on then that's great mm -hmm. but other than that we're just like enjoying each other's creativity I love it. When you were describing that retreat or that presence of being with other people, I like feel my heart like fill up and like, is this some sort of like a spiritual thing happening right yeah. now? Like, oh my God, I'm getting chills. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it so much too. And I feel like it's been kind of like this awareness of like self-care to, to have yourself feel this way very yeah. often and seeking out the connection and the community that makes you feel happy in this indescribable way. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I, I love that. Talking to you and learning about all your art hobbies, like I want to see how does that connect with your like daily responsibility day job or like other social circles like does that kind of go into it like does that integrate or is this something you do on this side so my creativity I think is something that penetrates like every part of my everyday life um I uh I'm a dyslexic and so it means that creativity is one of my giftings. Like I'm not very good at reading, but I can like draw something and, and think of, think of something creative to creatively. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so create creativity is something that I think runs into my everyday life. And, um, for my day job, I'm actually an ordained minister. I'm actually a priest. And so for me, creativity speaks 
about our spirituality it's one of the ways that i think that we get to know ourselves and it's one of those things that i think even if you can't find the words in your head you can let your hands do the movement and place the things and you find that suddenly you're there on the page and for me creativity is something that has helped me to get in touch with my spirituality i mean there are obvious ways that the two mix together mm -hmm. in things like bible journaling or things like keeping a scripture notebook or things like that but other than that my journaling practice helps me to find out more about myself and about my beliefs and about my my everything really like i think it's such a useful tool for people like i i can't i can't evangelize if you'll forgive the pun about journaling <laughs> enough <laughs> because i feel like everybody needs the opportunity to just find out more about themselves and journaling for me is the way that i do that i love it and now i'm seeing i'm gonna be watching your twitch streams and see it with like a complete different lens like the next time cat struggles with the next flower on the hobonichi challenge she is discovering a part of herself <laughs> in that well, panel <laughs> it's it, well absolutely because no seriously it's all part of the process isn't it mm -hmm. because you know i'll i'll say to myself while i'm trying to draw this petal of this iris which is just not working you're out like it's starting to look like the stranger thing dragon thing it was. I, was, I was i was just cracking up it was hilarious <laughs> that you kind of you kind of do reflect upon yourself in your process and you're thinking like am i just rushing into this thing and then you think what else do I rush into in my life? Like, I wonder what this might be saying about what's going on in my life. Not that I'm saying that I dream of like Demogorgons or anything. <laughs> See the writings on the wall. <laughs> yeah. That's a pun too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I, I love that you share yourself so like fully on all these creative outlets like recently on twitch streams you've been streaming twice a week and just kind of doing tackling fun artwork but then also knowing like like your job is what to me like i i have the stereotype about how like you know it could be a little stiff and like rigid maybe but then to kind of know that if it goes hand in hand together i i, I feel like i see it in a different light today yeah. like starting starting now i love that you're like on twitch and like sharing your process what are some like new things you discovered about yourself with that way of interacting and engaging with the community i think i've learned to be a lot more accepting of things so where i might have been working on something by myself and gone oh this isn't quite going the way that i want it to like i don't know what to do should i just step away for a bit or come back to it later the twitch chat will be like it's fine it's fine don't worry about it it's fine it looks great it's fine <laughs> and the encouragement is 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 just wonderful because sometimes i think we can't always access that ourselves that sometimes mm -hmm. we get into like a little i call it like spiraling we get into a little 
spiral where we think oh this is going terribly oh this is awful then we end up getting to a point where we're like I want to tear the page out and that's absolutely (laughs) not what we want to do um but I can be talking about how I'm struggling with this petal and somebody will say well could you try this or maybe have you thought about this and then they'll go oh but it's fine Mm -hmm. so the so the twitch chat is there to like um I mean they're part of the process too in some ways because you can often say to them like "Mm, I kind of like this here what do you guys think and they'll say yeah that looks great there or no you might want to try it here or you know have you thought about this and um and then it becomes like a collaborative process yeah um and I think that's also another reason why I'm enjoying this um streaming life on Twitch I like I feel like streaming on Twitch, which is like a live stream platform. We film our top down desk, we work on stuff. And it's like, before, if I wanted to post something on Instagram, I'm like, okay, this has to be good. Like this has to look good. But when I'm on Twitch, there's like (laughs) every flaw or like every little thing is just captured and broadcasted right out there. And it's like, you don't have time to think about how it needs to be perfect. And I love it about that. Like, yeah. He's so free. <laughs> and, the, and the thing about Instagram is that you are seeing the finished spread. You are not seeing the three or four times that you had to reposition the washi tape. Yes. You yes. are not seeing the two or three times that you tried to hand letter that thing and then rubbed it out and then started again. Yes. Like, and on Twitch, that is what you're seeing. You're seeing somebody's process come together and for people that aren't into journaling to see that is really fascinating and for other people that are into journaling they're also fascinated by it (laughs) and that's why this little like stationary community is 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 going so well is because we want to see other people's processes like we love to see the finished product we love to see full journals but we also want to know how they got there you know what? I think it also breaks down the wall of the influencer facade because you used to be like, I used to think, wow, Job's journal, so amazing. The finished spread. And then you see him in this really down to earth, frantic face when he's putting it together. And you're just like, everyone's just like me. <laughs> like I, and I want to tell people I'm not like that, you know, high pedestal, like, how many followers kind of influencer person I'm just like you looking for that perfect sticker flake but then it got lost between the pages and you're like where is it (laughs) yes yes absolutely Uh, and like there's there's a different level of engagement with someone than just like commenting on the post because you don't really know a whole lot about that person and their personality unless they do like live videos where they talk to the camera which isn't a thing that people generally do within the stationary community it's not kind of a thing thing that we do so to be able to talk to somebody and to ask them questions Mm -hmm. about why do you use this thing like where did you get this thing from it's about it's kind of like that same thing that we were talking about about having these online virtual meetups Mm -hmm. but it's just in a slightly different format I know and I love how it kind of allowed us to know each other way more than the single image on a flat app and like there's so much more dimension now to the whole process to the journey like you really follow their journey and then there's always more stuff to talk about next time and like oh 
and then all the I think the the report that you build up between each other you feel more really really connected and it's not it's maybe not as big as an Instagram platform where you have like 10k people commenting or something it's more most of the time our live streams are usually just around 20 to 30 people kind of hang out together but then again I feel like that it's that intimacy and that like camaraderie that happens on there that really makes me feel like oh journaling is just just like this is so fun <laughs> and I, yeah. I I wanted to recommend it to people who are listening to to join our little fun group on Twitch um you're also on the stationary brew team that our friend Miranda at Half of Roast Rights who started all this obsession with live streaming with us and you know it's a great place to discover I think very down-to-earth journaling processes and I, I, I can't wait to see you do more of it like last time you work on that stamping carving and I was like no I want to do it like you, you it's like usually you see the finished process the, the finished item and you're like I can never do that but like looking at you going through the whole process I'm just like oh maybe I could try lino lino cutting <laughs> the process of creating a stamp from scratch so yeah it's really inspiring yeah all right Kat last question what are you into lately I mean it's already like four months into 2021 new things fun projects or just something you're really interested in so um, this year I took on a project during Lent, which was about sending a postcard every day to a different person. And I've always really enjoyed sending happy mail. I've really enjoyed uh, a bit of post crossing, a bit of traveling mail, all kinds of different things. And I really enjoyed that intense project, but I'd also like to send happy mail just more often, more spontaneously. And so I think like sending more post to people will be will be something that I um that I do a bit more of but I'm I'm really looking forward to actually travel journaling again oh my gosh me too that is like the one thing I we're getting I'm getting my second vaccine soon and so it's like the end is near and so I'm very looking forward to like potentially even like not just traveling internationally but maybe just little road trips here and there or like summer yeah. here in Seattle is so good like camping or like you know just yeah on nature walks yeah like yeah my, in the UK Everything. yeah it, it, it can be but like my favorite inserts are the ones that I travel in are like the little trips that that we've taken to places and so to be able to properly travel journal or just to be able to travel would be really nice I mean there's lots of things that I think we'd all like to to do more of as, as things start to, to open up again. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to getting around and being able to see people again. Me too. And that's, that's, a, that's a good thing to look forward to for the remaining of the year. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Kat, so much for coming on to the Stationery Cafe podcast. For everyone who's interested in, you know, looking at her process, looking at her spreads and maybe be part of the process is to find her on Instagram as Kitty Cat Collar as well as on Twitch channel. Kitty Cat Collar is the same handle you use. And as always, we love bringing you fun conversations with people who love stationery. And we look forward to bringing you another fun episode next week on the Stationery Cafe podcast. Bye, cats. Bye, April. Thank you.